Good morning and welcome to New Beginning Radio, where we're planting seeds today for a better tomorrow and taking positive steps toward our future. With me today is my co-host, Mr. Sheldon Gooch. Welcome, Mr. Gooch. Well, good morning, Miss Sanders. Good and morning, Mr. I, Gooch. I tell you what, it's good to be with you again. I'm just excited. Thank you. I'm excited as well. Thank you. Did you have a great weekend? Absolutely marvelous. Was the Lord good to you yesterday on Sunday? Yesterday, today, and evermore, hopefully. <laughs> amen, amen. Well, we're excited about this radio broadcast this morning. Uh, we're going to be doing something a little bit different, and uh, we want to uh, give you some previews and some and some projections of what this broadcast is going to be about. Um, we spent the last uh, few broadcasts um, basically allowing people to get to know us. So if you have not heard the broadcast before, go back and listen to the previous broadcast on BBS Radio, bbsradio.com forward slash new beginnings and you'll be able to get the archived shows. So before we get started, be okay if I say a word of prayer? Absolutely. Okay, so Father, we thank you, Lord God, for giving us a new day and a new week. And we thank you for all that you've allowed us to accomplish in the week before. Father, we thank you that um, a new day and a new week means new opportunities to bring uh, glory to you and to edify the body of Christ and to glorify your kingdom. Father, we just pray for everybody under the sound of our voice right now. Um, you know their needs, Lord. Um, you know their issues. And Father, we pray that something that we say, um, something that we share, uh, might encourage, inspire, or um, just be a blessing to those that are listening. And we give you all the praise and all the glory. And we praise you for this opportunity. In Jesus' precious name, amen. 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 So, Miss Sanders, we're going to be talking about our purpose. And, you know, when we decided to do the broadcast, we wanted to do three main things. And that was to encourage people and uh, to bring about encouragement. Because there's a lot of discouragement in our world. There's a lot of depression. There's a lot of, um, you know, people who are frustrated. You know, you run into people like that, don't you? all the time it seemed like every day there's something different and uh and new you know I, i'm going to tell you a little bit about a story yesterday that um uh there was an opportunity that i that i wanted to speak with someone about uh, the young lady was leaving her job and i was trying to figure out how we could create a win-win a win-win for my company and, and a win-win for her as well for her not to just leave her business, but to hire a company, which would be mine, to manage her business. And we, you know, she was kind of guarded, didn't know who I was. And um, and we, we talked for a few minutes and it, it was amazing because in for the first few minutes, I could feel that she didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> she didn't want to talk to me. And then my mind kept saying, you know, tell a little bit about what you do, you know, and different things that you've done in the past so she could feel comfortable. And more I talked to her about that, she, you could see, you know, the guard going down a little bit. 
And then the spirit said, talk to her about the Geneva Foundation. Mm -hmm. So I talked to her. I said, let me just tell you who I am. And I said, since you live in this area, you may have heard of the Geneva Foundation. And she says, that the big house on Clay Street? <laughs> and I laughed and I said, yes. She said, oh, okay. I was wondering what that was. I see it. I pass it all the time. And, uh, and so her and I, you could feel the layers came down because I started to tell her about the foundation, exactly what it was that I, that I was doing. And a 10-minute conversation that we had turned into an hour. And it turned into an hour based on that there were some things that she had gone gone through and that she's going through, mm. not only her, another member of her family, and she says, I need to come and sit down and talk to you because I have these issues. Wow. And if you can help the people that you're talk to, talking about in Grenada, Mississippi, I'm sure that you can help me as well. So we sit and we, I mean, we, we talk for a little bit and she said, I have a program that's coming up in December, and it is it's an empowerment program for young girls. Would you come and speak? <laughs> and I said, absolutely, I would love to. So we had that conversation, and we're going to meet next week in reference to the program that she has. And the purpose for telling you that is we never know how God is going to use her use us actually mm -hmm. I called for one thing and that was totally turned around for a need that she that I, a service that I had and a need that she she needed my service mm -hmm. and it was just amazing how that conversation went and this morning she texted me again thanking me for that time that I spent with her and talking to her about her issues Wow! so I was excited about that and so that is encouragement, you know, and that, that's encouraging, that's an encouraging word, but you were an encouragement to that lady. And so and that's what this broadcast is about, and also to inform, and we're going to be sharing some statistics and some information um, a little bit later so that people understand what's going on in our community. Um, and then the last thing we want to do is inspire and inspire inspiration is mm -hmm. what causes people to say i've got to get up and mm -hmm. do something about this right mm -hmm. i want to be involved in the solution absolutely uh, i don't want to just keep hearing about the problem uh, i want to know what can i do to bring about a solution and who's making some stuff happen that i can jump on board with and so that is our purpose for being here um but you know we also want to promote our causes and I think that we uh, have, uh, we're working in two of the hottest causes or the hottest issues that are facing our country right now, with me dealing with uh, those who are coming out of incarceration, incarceration mm -hmm. and, and facing a whole new world, and then you um, dealing with, um, you know, the abused. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really amazing. It seems like... For the t past couple of years, uh, when I first decided I am going to start a Geneva Foundation, I just thought I was the only person that was going through stuff. Hmm. You know, the only person that was going through. And but the more I talk about the foundation, more I talk about the things that I'm doing, I realize that there is a lot of women 
that's going through the same identical thing that I've gone through in my past. But not wanting to deal with it or talk about it. But the more that I talk about the foundation and the things that we're doing, the more that I find out that there are women that are now coming out, not only just coming out, you know, just coming out here, they're coming out saying, hey, I want to tell my story. Right now we have about 11 young women that's ready to tell the things that have happened to them in their life. And and so that's a, that's a project that we're going to talk about in a little bit, but that's something that you're going to be doing, what, in the first of next year? First of next year, um, yes. One of the things that we're going to do next year is um, we're going to shoot a documentary and on some of the young women uh, that we will be talking to. And the first part of next year uh, as well, we will have uh, the Geneva magazine. Uh, And it's going to not just talk about, I want the magazine to be something different and unique, you know, and I know that we always talk about women, 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 and I do that because, (laughs) number one, I am, and (laughs) number two, there's just so many things that have gone on with women, but I want to hear more stories, but I want positive stories. I don't want to just talk about how sad that was and what happened to me and this person did that to me. I want to overcome that and let's talk about where you are mentally, emotionally, uh, spiritually in your life as you move forward into 2020. So that part is is important, not just to highlight the women, but highlight the young girls that may have gone through you know, bully, bullying and other things in their life. How like them and the young boys, not only the young boys, but the men too, because mm. men have success stories as well. So we mm. want to hear all of that. I don't want the magazine just to be about a crisis. It has to be about a solution. Absolutely. And you know, you, just to back up about 10 seconds when you said something about the men and you know, we you sent me some information and once I started um, working with uh, this whole notion of men being abused as well uh, and some of the myths that are associated with uh, abused males mm-hmm. uh, are amazing mm-hmm. and so you know it, it, it really caused me to diversify what I'm doing but we'll talk about that a little bit later but uh, th- that these issues are critical issues and you know there are movements that have popularized it uh, in the last you know couple of years or so, um, we're finding out more and more sexual assault, sexual uh, misconduct, sexual harassment in the workplace, all, all kinds of stuff going on. And then, of course, um, we're, there's a movement right now for uh, working with uh, people who are getting out of prison. And, and I'm excited about that movement because... Um, that's something that I've been doing for 31 years on a one-on-one basis. Um, and <clears throat> But as an ex-offender myself, um, I know, you know, I've got the inside track. I, I've got insider information, right. you know, when it, when it comes to what an ex-offender really, really needs. You know, um, one of the things that I find a little frustrating I guess is that you have so many people that's going 
you know, after this new reform that's coming out. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's crazy for anybody <laughs> that says, hey, I have the solution for whatever problem that may have, mm -hmm. and you've never been incarcerated. <laughs> you know, you don't know what it's like on the other side. Wow, yes. And and my thought process is uh, for someone that has had hmm, life plus 30 plus 30 mm. should be at the head of the table <laughs> because for the simple fact is you spent so much of your time learning what not to do, right, you know, right, and right. to be able to change your life when you was there. But to, you know, but to not have you at the table, you should be to be sitting at the head table mm -hmm. because you bring so much to it under I'm free because mm -hmm. of the experiences that you've had. You know what the young men you know, have received in the past and what they're receiving now and even more when they come out. And people think, you know, once they come out, oh man, this is great, such and such one is home. But when you have been in a place for two or three years or even six months with somebody telling you what time to get up, what time to go to bed, yes. You know, what time to eat your food, you can go to the bathroom. Yeah. You adjust it to that. Right. And so when you get out and you feel freedom, mm. You get so excited about the freedom when you know anything, you're right back where you started. Yeah. So true. my question to you is how do you change the mindset? Because the mindset's got to be changed. You mm -hmm. just can't mm -hmm. go there and be under that umbrella mm -hmm. and come out and everything is supposed to be fine. It is not. You know, that's a, that is a really good question. The reason why I say that is because when a person gets out, if they have made up their minds that they're gonna stay out and do whatever it takes, then they have quote unquote rehabilitated. Now, I, I, have a, I tussle with the word rehabilitation because rehabilitation means to be restored to a former state. And if their former state was a criminal in society, then do we really wanna rehabilitate it? So my point though, is that if they have made up their mind to do the right thing and to live crime free, then they uh, are gonna live a life that they're not familiar with on the outside yet. Mm. And so that decision that they made on the inside is about to be tested, okay, on the outside. And so if they don't, so they have this anxiety and they don't know, man, you know, what am I gonna do? Where, where am I gonna go? Um, uh, I'm so far behind. Uh, we've got drink machines that now give change for a dollar. You know, mm -hmm. I've been locked. You, you know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, or that talk to you, and so it's 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 a difficult thing. And then if the person has their mind made up that they're not going to do the right thing, oh yes, and they are there. Oh, absolutely. Because they, you know, you, when I got out of prison the first time, um, I had formulated. Uh, lifetime, what I call lifetime relationships with some of the deadliest guys on the planet. And we had made plans to, to I mean, these guys were hit men. So they said, you know, we, we're going to make, we're going to make some serious money, you know, with a string of fatalities, you know, and that, that was where we were. So we had made, we were, didn't make plans to go straight. We made plans to get out and really do it. <laughs> and wow. so, and so there are, there's those. 
And so you can take those people and you say, I want to help you get on track and get in there looking at you like, okay, yeah, I'll take your clothes. I'll take your your food. I'll take your place to stay. But I'm going to get you if I can, <laughs> you know, because their mind is made up to do the wrong thing. Wow. And so you got to know how to decipher that and, and to be able to determine who's going to do what. Um, and then, like you said, we can't set up programs based on how what what we feel they need right you got to understand the psyche right the um the the mindset and all of that before you start preparing a program it's got to be done based on what they think they need you know mm-hmm. so. you know on uh, the geneva foundation we <laughs> i've talked to so many different women uh domestic violence is is it's frightening you know, and, and I when I think about that, and I think about nowadays, if you if the police officer goes to a house and there is domestic violence, the number one priority is to take that person to jail. Yes, you know. Right. So right. once he go goes to court, a lot of times the women say, you know, I'm not going to press charge. I'm not going to do this. You know, I want him to come home and all that. But you have the ones that would say, enough is enough. I'm not going through this anymore. I want him to go to jail. Mm-hmm. And if he's in jail for six months or so, mm-hmm. his mind is focused on that woman and what he's going to do when he get out of jail. Lord, so my thought process <laughs> is, uh, and my question is to you, what do you do to change that person's mind to get him to accept the fact it's not her fault. Mm-hmm. It is actually his fault yes. because he's not dealing with an issue that he had he, that he has yes. so deeply rooted inside of him mm-hmm. because hurt, hurt, hurt. If yes. that makes any sense. Yes, yes. But but what happens is instead of him dealing with the issues that he has, right. it's easy to find his power by beating somebody else. How do we handle that? And you know, and, and just to piggyback on that, and, and, and I want to answer that question, but I remember a guy specifically um, who, who was an older guy. He had been there, you know, quite a few years. And we were all, everybody's conversation every day is about, man, when I get out, man, when I get out, you know, sooner or later we're going to get out. And so this is what he said. He says, man, I can't wait to get out. He said, "I'm about, first thing I'm going to do is buy myself a fifth of a Jack Daniels and I'm going to go get my ex-wife and I'm going to tie her to a tree and talk revolution talk for, to her for, for a while before I do her in. And we're sitting there looking at that. Are, we, are you serious? And he didn't bat an eye. The thing is, the parole board has no idea um, because if that person has never had an RVR, which is a rule violation mm-hmm. report, then they may have been a model inmate statistically or by the books but we know we sleep 18 inches away from a guy who says man you know I'm gonna get that girl you know and so uh, that that is a real issue but mental health and that's what I like about your organization right now um, because you have a board member that is a psychiatrist and and, and so uh, that person is going to need some mental um, health treatment in order to change. But again, it all comes down to wanting to change. Absolutely. And so, um, you know, uh, we we can create all kinds of programs, mm-hmm. but if there's nothing on the inside that's inspired to be different, then 
you know, we're spinning our wheels and our effort's going to be wasted and that person's going to be a, a, one of the, the statistics of recidivism as well as domestic violence and abuse. Mama. You know, that, that is, uh, whew, that is really amazing to even, you know, to even think that. And I've listened to so many different stories to the point I am with my mouth open wide thinking, I really need to go see my board member who, who is a psychiatrist <laughs> so I can get some help. Look, it's good to have her on board. <laughs> I'm telling you. But, Yes, that's but, good. That's good. But you know, it, it's just amazing. You know, and there's so many warning signs that we need to watch out for as women. And you know, the other sad thing about it, uh, we as women only think that women are the ones that's being abused. Mm. But mm. the most amazing thing to me is how many men that are abused and mm -hmm. never tell it. Yes. And they have the same issues that we have. Yes. I'm ashamed. I don't want my, my, my boys to think this woman and gone upside of my head, right. you know. But oh, they man. have the same issues that we have. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. something that we don't really talk about because mm -hmm. we see a big old strong man, right. you know. And this little woman may be 5'2", and he's 6'4", but she's still whacking him upside the head. And not, on, and not only <laughs> that, she may not even be physical, but right. there is emotional, you know, extreme mental cruelty. Absolutely. A 5'4", 11' mm -hmm. tall woman can take a 6'5'' man and break him down emotionally because of what she says to him. You Absolutely. Know? And, uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's abuse comes in many forms and in, in many packages, but... But that six five guy would never tell anybody, or oh, she beat me down. Of he'll, course not. He'll stand in front of his boy, slap his chest, and say, "I'm the man." Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Wishing he was. <laughs> oh course. my goodness! But it, you know, it's just so much that goes on mentally with an individual person. Sometimes we don't realize they the power in the tongue. Ooh, wow. It, yes, it's yes. it's uh, it, like the old folks used to tell me, it will cut, the truth will cut you like a sword, but mm -hmm. the tongue will as well. Yes. Because people say so many different things. I know for myself, many, many years ago, going through abuse and all of that, there's triggers that you have. Mm. And that trigger, no matter who says it to you, is going to trigger you back to when the abuser said right. something to mm -hmm, you, mm -hmm, you know, right. you're not pretty. If something, you know, and somebody would say, oh, she thinks she's something, that takes you back there. Takes you back, yeah. That takes you back. Or you're not going to be anything. Or you can't have that. Right. You know, that was one of my things. Uh, growing up, going through abuse, I was told you're nothing, you're, gonna, you're never going to be anything. Mm -hmm. You know, and in my mind, I will show you that you're wrong. Mm -hmm. I am going to be and I'm not who you say I am. Wow. You know, um, there is a, uh, a sociologist named Pavlov, um, and he, he talked about, he's the one that did the experiment with the dog, where he would ring the bell and give him a piece of meat. And so now when the dog hears the bell, he starts salivating, thinking that the meat is coming. And even though the meat stops coming, when you ring the bell, he still salivates with anticipation. So it's just like in your case, or say when a woman is getting raped and she hears a siren in the background, mm -hmm. now every time she hears a siren, it triggers, it triggers the feeling. 
And uh, you've got some statistics, though, that um, that um, you know you were sharing with me earlier, and you know maybe one or two that that are, are really key issues that. Um, you know, that, we we talk about uh, so many different nine, nine forms of abuse. We talk about so many different types of abuse. You know, and, and the one that's always close to me is because of the one that I've gone through, and that is sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. out of 1,000 men that has sexually abused a woman, only six out of 1,000 is prosecuted and in jail. That leaves 994 people continuing to do the same thing mm. over and over again wow. to somebody else. And those are just the reported. Those are the reported. So there's a bunch of them that there's, didn't get reported. It, there's a lot of them that, that don't get reported because again, we're ashamed, we're embarrassed, we don't want anybody to know, we don't want anybody to think that someone has ever abused us in any type of way so the thing is we do we just shut down and pretend that it doesn't happen and and people don't realize when those things happen you know women take a bath over and over and over and over again Mm. trying to get rid of that smell Mm -hmm. of that individual person Mm -hmm. or that sound that that person hear Mm. and I, I remember so many times listening to other people women and didn't know exactly what it is that they was expressing but when they say during a time of rape your body separates Mm. out of body experience out of body experience your body actually separates because mentally you cannot deal with what's happening to you wow so you have to Separate yourself from who you are and what you are just just to be able to survive it. To survive it. That's amazing. To survive it. That is amazing. You know, and and I used to wonder why people say that. And then I realized that's exactly what happened to me. Mm -hmm. That, you know, I separated. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like you're sitting there and you're watching a movie. Wow. That's what it feels like. Wow. 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 So it's, it's just so much that people don't realize what another individual person can do out of their own anger, their own frustration, their own selfishness, and not only just selfishness, dealing with the problem that they have. Mm -hmm. Instead of dealing with that problem Mm -hmm. to get healed, Mm -hmm. you want to cause problems to somebody else because someone did that to you. And you know, I heard someone say to you um, that when you can remember it, when you can pull it up and talk about it and remember it, it means you're healthy. If you can, if, if you're healthy, you'll remember it. Absolutely. But the thing is, he, his point was, uh, there are people who go through those mm-hmm. things, like you say, that separation, separation, and then they never really mm-hmm. re- rejoin to themselves mm-hmm. to face the reality of mm-hmm. this happened to me because they're, they're still trying to stay divorced right. from the pain of it Absolutely. all. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what we do. Wow. You know, and it's the most amazing thing that I can walk in a room and there are 20 women in there and I can pick out every one of them that has been abused. Because mm. we all have, hmm, 
Mm. We all have the same traits. Right. We all have the same traits. Right. You know, right. and it's just amazing that this can still happen and and we're still just in a place where we don't want to deal with it. We want to keep it on the rug. And the sad thing about that is we're so afraid of what somebody else may say about us mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that what they're saying is more important than your healing process. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. trust me, I was there, mm -hmm. you know. And, and I was there for a long time until I realized, you know, I don't need nobody to validate my experiences when God has already brought me through them. Hello. Come on now. <laughs> already brought me through them with my hands up. <laughs> and I understand the purpose for my life was not about me, but it was about going through whatever crisis and all the crises that I had to go through to be able to be a blessing for someone else. And how I look at that is trials and tribulations don't come your way to weaken you. They come to find the strength within you. Oh, and I'm happy for the strength that's in me. Oh, yeah. Well, you are definitely a strong woman. Um, and, you know, one of the things that, um, you know, you were saying how you can identify um, a, a fellow, I hate to say it this way, but a fellow victim um, it, but it's interesting because it's the same way with ex-offenders. Um, I can go in some place and, and somebody walk up to me and go, what's up? <laughs> and I say, uh, do I know you? Yeah, yeah kind of, sort of, man, you know. I said, well, are you from up north? <laughs> Which means the Mississippi Delta. <laughs> yeah, I spent a little time in the Oasis, you know. Oh, you wow. know, the boiling oasis is what they call it because it was it'd be 116 degrees out there. Mm -hmm. But um, but we are reaching back and trying to make a difference. Um, um, on the 18th of November, I'm free. Um, I'll, I'll be teaching part of the curriculum to mental health professionals, to uh, youth court officials, court officials, probationers. Uh, and members of the, the Department of Corrections, as well as anybody who's wanting to be involved in care and aftercare uh, of an ex-offender. And um, just giving some insights from an insider's uh, perspective on how to meet the needs. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying that what we have to offer is a one a cure-all for everyone because you know that person's intent is a key factor but because I've, I've been able to have pretty much close to 100% success uh, with those with whom I've worked um, you know it, 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 they have called on me to to help teach um, the quote-unquote experts on how to deal with uh, ex-offenders and I'm, I'm honored and excited to be able to do that and uh, have been, you know, and been in 37, 38 prisons around the country. Was in one a few weeks, a couple of weeks ago. But um, I, I can't wait to get back inside of the prison. You know, <laughs> you know, most guys say, "Man, I don't even want to play to fly over a prison." But I, I always can't wait to get back into a jail or a prison, and in in hopes to help change someone's life. So when you start dealing with abuse, when you start dealing with incarceration. Um, many times you're going to have to call on some experts. And I know we've got some guests that are coming on our show. 
uh, in the coming weeks. And uh, let's let's talk about some of those guests. I'll talk about two, and you'll talk about two. Okay. Um, um, Nigga. Okay. Mm-hmm. We have a young lady that uh, is very young, but she is a Powerball. She's an attorney. Oh. Um, that lives here in Jackson, Mississippi. And, and the great thing about her is her passion, and, and you would think differently, but her passion is to be able to help the young men, mm. to be able to, to tell, you know, to help the young men. And she mm. has a story, and I'm not going to get into her story. I want her to be able to tell that herself. Uh, We are so excited. I mean, I am really excited that she's a part of the Geneva Foundation Mm -hmm. uh, and that she will be working with us to, you know, uh, on so many different levels. So we're excited about having her. And she ran for judge, too, didn't she? She ran for judge. Yes. Young, 32, 33-year-old Powerball. Mm -hmm. So I am so excited to have her as a part of the Geneva Foundation. Mm. And another young lady, she is a psychiatrist, you know, very, she's young as well. Uh, Powerball have the, so much passion for not just healing the body, but healing the mind. Mm. I mean, she, she gives mm, therapy a different ring. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. She she has brought so much to the table with the foundation, and I am just looking forward to working with her and to be able, like I said, there's uh, 11 women that I will be talking to. I'm looking forward to bringing them to the table and, and having a roundtable discussion, not only with them, but bring her in to talk to them as well. So I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. Absolutely. So we're going to have those two on the show. And um, we're excited about their input. And, you, you, you know, if you're listening right now, you will want to stay tuned and not miss one episode. Because when they come on, we are talking about the problems. We're talking about the statistics. And we're highlighting the issues. But these two will bring about uh, the resolution. You know, when she was talking about the attorney, that attorney has so many great ideas. When it comes to alternatives to incarceration, I mean, she just... Uh, she was a breath of fresh air, so you'll want to be tuned in. The other two that you'll be hearing from is the uh, the sheriff of Warren County, uh, Martin Pace, a gentleman that I've got a lot of respect for um, because not only is he a specialist in what he does in, in criminal justice and, and, um, and running a jail, but uh, he is uh, has a heart for uh, those that he houses. And he really wants to see change. And he also has um, a gentleman that actually comes in to help tutor and mentor and try to help get to the issues that that they're dealing with. Sure, justice has to run its course, but the time to to, to get with a young man or a young woman who's incarcerated to help them make a change is when they get the handcuffs on. If you if you don't catch them before. Catch them when you got the handcuffs on before they get to prison and go through all their due process. And so that's uh, one of his concerns. We're excited to be have to have him here. And then we will also have a local pastor here who um, who not only is he concerned about lost souls, but he's concerned about um, outcomes when when prisoners come out of prison 
and uh, when people come out of prison. And he's also very involved with uh, the foundation actually on the board. So um, you're going to hear some great guests um, coming up. We hope you'll tune in and not miss an episode. Again, if you've missed the previous episodes, you definitely want to go back to bbsradio.com slash newbeginnings and uh, and catch those uh, previous episodes. So, Ms. Sanders. Yes, sir. Talk to me about how you, how your business runs. What is it that your foundation runs on? How do you make it? You know, how do you do how what do you do? How do I make it? Uh, with my father in heaven, <laughs> number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I have been able to, um, based on some other business that I have, mm-hmm. um, I've funded a lot of projects out of my own, out of my own pocket. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful to be able to have that opportunity to, to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, several other people that have funded the project on some on, on different projects that we was working on and one of them was Legacy 1000 mm-hmm. to be able to put books in the prison system. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have been doing that. Also, you know, everybody knows somebody that have gone through some type of crisis in their life. Yes. And I would just ask, like to ask anybody that's listening, if you could just make a donation on behalf of that person. Mm. It could be 20, 10, whatever. It mm. does not matter. Whatever you think is not enough, trust me, it's enough. Because wow. every little bit helps to be able to have programs that we can actually bring women in, sit down and talk to them and bring them out of those crises and the things that they've gone through. You know, we want corporate sponsors, you know, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's a law firm or, or a dentist's office, it doesn't matter. Right. You know, those people that you see every day, whether you are their dentist or their eye doctor, those people have gone through some form of abuse. Right. And we are just asking if you could just put your emotion to the side and think about where we are and the things that we're bringing to the Geneva Foundation and the things that we're trying to do. I know um, one of my friends asked me the other day, are you going to have a donation, ask for a donation for a car? Mm-hmm. You know, and I know that there are a lot of people give away cars or give away vans right. for different organization Mm -hmm. will I accept one absolutely because not only do we need to pick people up we need to take them to church so that is important uh, that I (laughs) that I take as many people to church as I possibly can so I'm excited about about any giver Mm -hmm. you can go to www.genevafoundationinc.org and make a donation there uh, you can make a comment there, or if you need me to call you, all the information is there. So we're excited about what we're doing with the Geneva Foundation. Awesome, awesome. That's great. Well, you know, um, and it is a definitely a w- very worthwhile cause, and I saw you step for step um, spend, um, I, I, <laughs> I want to say ungodly amounts, but I'll just say enormous amounts of money uh, even in the even just in the twelve week class of driving to Grenada every Saturday 
you know, preparing groceries uh, for all of the classmates, uh, um, attendees, delivering a, a two to three hour program every Saturday um, with the program materials and the gas and the time and all of that. Um, as a certified trainer myself, I started to write all that stuff down and I quantified it at, not trying to count your own money, but I quantified it at a roughly around twenty-five to 30000 um, worth of value that they received uh, that you just did out of your own benevolence and generosity. And that's incredible. So, Thank you. So you've got a lot of skin in the game. I do. I do. <laughs> and you know, and the good thing about it is when God gives you a purpose, mm. you find your life. I have found my life. Wow. I have found my life. I tell you what, you're living it. So, um, so you give to the Geneva Foundation, everyone. It is a very worthwhile cause. Um, the Bible says, when you give to the poor, you lend to the Lord. It's in Proverbs. It says, when you give to the poor, you lend to the Lord. What that really means is that um, you're loaning something to God. You... <laughs> God invented interest. <laughs> so you Amen. get you get a promissory. That's the reason why it says in Luke, it says, Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. God will outgive you um, if, if you will give to the poor. You know, you get a promissory note from a God who can't lie. Look out now. So uh, that's it's important that you give to causes, especially when there's redemption in the cause and God is getting glory from the cause. Um, another such cause is that of, of I'm free. Um, you know we've been doing I'm free for 31 years on on my own dime in my own time and uh, it's you know Miss Sanders you you can agree that is it's, uh, it's difficult. It's, it's very difficult. difficult. It's very difficult. And so um, you know one of the things you know we we, we always do and I see that in in yourself as well. I I have a tendency to not think about the gas that it takes to go to a certain place and do a certain thing. I just say if I have a credit card, <laughs> I have thirty days to pay for it. Right. So I just do what says the Lord and mm -hmm. and go and take care of what I need to take care of. And I know that you do the same thing as well but mm -hmm. you know we still need the support and we still need not we need prayer we need the support we need a financial blessing in order to help us to continue to do this you know Absolutely. we will be putting packages together so those are things that we will be talking about in the future as well uh, for as we move forward in this next 90 days there's going to be a lot of things going on and a lot of changes and we're just looking forward to you saying, hey, let me just be a part of I'm Free. Let mm -hmm. me be a part of Geneva Foundation. Right. You know, we have so many TV um, pastors that will get on and say, make a donation here, make a donation there. It goes for this cause. We are right here in Mississippi That's asking right. for the same thing to do the same thing for our family right here in Mississippi. Absolutely. So we need your help. We need your support in any way that you can give. And it doesn't matter how small it is, it's big enough. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's big enough. Because God will multiply the gift. Um, Amen. 
So we're excited about um, you know all the things that that are on the table for for both uh, organizations and as well as the, our affiliates, those organizations that we are affiliated with, um, other ministries that uh, you know because one plus one makes three. We're not trying to compete with anyone. We're trying to co um, coordinate and work with with others and uh, for the same cause. The bottom line is that it, it brings God glory. Amen. And before we go, I just want to ask you, how is your project coming with the house? I know you purchased a house a mm -hmm. year or so ago, ago, and you're remodeling it. And I know, again, it takes funds to do that. <laughs> and if you're doing it out of your pocket like I have, you, <laughs> you're getting a plank at a time. <laughs> well, that, so tell me a little bit about that. And, and do you need help? Do you need some kind of assistance? What do you need? Well, thank you. you you're very perceptive when you talk about that. <laughs> That process because you're absolutely right a plank at a time and sometimes it already had nails in it from from a previous use <laughs> and uh, where I just beat the nails out of it and use it but yes yeah, so I did purchase a house uh, um, a year ago and it will house up to four um, returning citizens or uh, or ex-offenders and we almost have it ready been working on it I remember asking the Lord I said Lord Give me something that I can work on so I can put some put some people in it. And he gave me just what I asked for. So the next time I ask him, I'm going to say, look, give me something that's moving ready. <laughs> but, but right now it needs a roof. And I've got one of the main rooms closed off because, um, you know, it needs a roof in that area. And there's mold on the walls and all of that. So no one can inhabit the, um, that area. And I've had three people come to me in the last month saying, I've got an ex-offender who needs a place to stay. And so, I, I'm, you know, that gave me the fuel to, you know, to kind of move some money around, kind of, kind of uh, came up with a shortfall in an area, uh, trying, to, trying to, you know, beat the clock, so to speak, and get ready for uh, residents who want to come in and be a part of the program. So any donation um, would uh, would go toward that cause, number one. We both have 501c3s so that you can write it off, but any donation would go toward that cause. And so we would appreciate no matter how small or how great it is. You know, one thing I want to say, if there's a contractor listening, mm. rather, you know, it's a plumber, air conditioner man <laughs> a roofer it does not matter you know if you have some extra roofing laying around and it's piled up hey the, the, the any donation or all donations are appreciated to help you to get to the things that you need to get done you know sometimes we don't have because we don't ask. That's true. They said knocking the door should be open. Mm. <laughs> and and I'm a faithful believer in John 14, 14 says ask anything in my name and it shall be done. Watch so I am just asking in his name and I know that it will be done. It's only a matter of time. Amen. Amen. Well, Ms. Sanders, thank you for sharing this platform and um, and for all that you do. Uh, there's no way that a a uh, one-hour show can encompass all of the the work that you're involved in and all the work that you're doing and all the good that you're doing. I I hear the stories and I see the the stories every day. I mean, it's just every day. 
and uh, and so you know God is really using you in a mighty way and I'm excited to see where things are going with you thank you so much Mr. Gooch and, uh, and again <clears throat> it's only about him it's never about me and, and sometimes we forget you know, we always want the accolades. We want people patting us on the back and tell us how great we are. It's, you know, I feel like if God has given you the ability to do what he needs you to do, mm. the pat on the back has already been done. Mm. So I am just walking in his light Amen. and hoping to be a blessing for someone else. Amen. Well, you know, uh, a friend of mine, I call him a friend of mine. He was sort of a, sort of a mentor to many. Um, he said, when we leave here, when we leave this earth, mm -hmm. we should be exhausted mm -hmm. of potential. That's it. We should not allow anyone to put dirt on any of our capability to do. That's right. In other words, if you got potential, um, use it up before mm -hmm. you go, because that's why God gave it to you. That's it. And, uh, and so uh, we want to be fully we want to leave it all on the field when yes, we leave amen. because we ain't gonna need potential when we go to heaven that's right <laughs> so well any last comments miss andrews I, I would just like to give uh just a little information here for anyone that's going through any forms of abuse domestic violence please call 203-384-9559 any type of sexual assault, please call 203-333-2333. Okay, would you give those two numbers again and, and, and their purpose? Uh, domestic violence, 203-384-9559. And sexual assault, 203-333-2233. You know, or you can definitely go to the site of the Central uh, Center for Family Justice, and you can get all that information, all the stats, all the information you need is there. And then you also have some information on your website. Which yes, please go to uh, GenevaFoundationInc.org. And you will find a lot of information on that site. And also you get a chance to see a lot of things that we've done in the past. A lot of videos are there. So just sit back and relax and just go watch the videos and have a good laugh. A good laugh. And <laughs> a be, good laugh. And be inspired and be inspired and yes. informed. Absolutely. And you can also go to the I'mFreeInc.com site. And that is, again, I'm free. Inc. All one word. dot com, and you can look at the training modules that um, that I've left on there, um, and also testimonials of individuals that that God has given me the honor and the privilege to mentor who are doing quite well. Some are pastors, some are business owners, but um, we work with them step for step, word for word, and gave them uh, one hundred percent of what it would take to be successful as God inspired us to to uh, to share and just to see their success stories and there's so many more so many more testimonies so that being said it's been a plum pleasing pleasure as well as a privilege to be on the air with you all and to be here with uh, miss colleen sanders um parting parting words miss sanders as we 
as we leave. Again, I am so grateful for this opportunity, and I'm grateful for you as well. Thank you so very much for being my co-host. I'm excited of, about all the things that we're doing on both Foundation and the opportunity of giving back to so many that is deserving of being free. Amen. God bless you, and have a great day. Thank you for listening to New Beginnings Radio, where we're planting seeds today for a better tomorrow and helping you to take progressive steps towards your freedom. We're here every Monday morning at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. We hope you join us. So may the goodness and mercy of the Lord pursue you all week long, and we'll see you right back here on Monday. Have a great week, everyone. 